are watching the vodka stream. What is happening, everybody? Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. It's Friday. Yay. You made it through another week. We made it together, guys. That's what happened. What's happening? Uh, how you guys doing? Huh? Who's out there? Here we go. Let's do this, Andrew. How you doing? Oh, hey, thank you, Mr. Nerd. Nerd shite. Shit, shite, whatever you want to say. Yeah, salute to you. I got to pour my drink, but uh, I thought I'd say hello to everybody first. How's it going? Do I sound all right? Everything sounds good. What's going on, Mr. Eric? How you doing? I know it is a big weekend. Definitely is. Definitely is a big weekend. That's for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. I've been seeing a lot of that. A lot of people saying about favorite YouTubers colliding. That's what it's all about, guys. That's what it's all about. All right. We got, we got Mr. Jason. What's up? Crusades for the Snyderverse. Show them your fear. Look at that. And Mama Film Chucky now has the name of Mama Film Junkie. See, so now you guys won't forget to put the, the film junkie part when she, uh, you know, when you mention her. <laughs> what is happening? How you guys doing? All right, join in. I want to see people get drunk. <laughs> well, you know how it is. I usually am pretty, uh, you know, tipsy by the end of this. That's for sure. How's it going, man? Mr. Jason, how you doing? Hopefully you're doing good. Uh, everything is going well. Miss Stewart, how you doing? Alok Zoo, how's it going, buddy? All right, we got Mr. Hummingbird. How you doing, sir? All right, let's go. Yes, you got some Jamaican rum. Let's go. What about the rum? That's right. All right, who we got here? Ayala, how you doing? Hidden Shadows, what's up? Hey, look at that. Uh-oh, the, the dislike was Tyrone Magnus. I knew it! That guy! That guy! <laughs> There's always a one dislike right at, right at the beginning, right? Let's see. Let me make sure I got this window open here. Okay, we're good. We're good. Yeah, it's always that one. Always that one. Max, what's up, sir? How you doing? Daniel, how you doing? Marvin, nice to see you. We got Batman time here. Batman time two reviews. That's nice. Legend, what's up? Got some amazing guests. That's right. Definitely, definitely got some amazing guests tonight. All right, we got Randy right here. Like a new setup? Hey, like I said, it's the Vodka Stream Lounge. I know. I'm like, what else can I add? And it's funny, too, because I do have ideas to add stuff. I don't know where, <laughs> but something will happen. I don't know. We'll see. Got to get a bigger uh, Got to get a bigger lounge here. That's what's going on. That's what's going to have to happen. What's going on, Mr. Scully? How you doing? Elmo, what is up? All right. Restart. Yes. Ah, what the fuck is up, Miss Jedi Milf? How you doing? All right, let's have some fun tonight. And guess what, guys? I know it's going to be the running joke because it's been the running joke for the past couple of weeks. But yes, I found a Joker shirt. Remember? Yes, we all remember uh, how many vodka streams ago when I completely was like, well, what about the Joker shirts after we just talked about or uh, after Scott talked about the Joker shirts? Yes, I have my Joker shirt. Truce Bruce. There it is. Rocking it tonight. And you know what? I think I'm gonna get some. Uh, I'm gonna get some bourbon this time. So, ah, oh, love that sound. I'm gonna pour some of this right here. And yes, it is. Uh, it's gonna be a crazy weekend. Hopefully, you guys will be. Uh, I mean, tomorrow. I mean, today, Justice Con definitely uh, kicked off pretty awesomely. You know, with just a bunch of uh, workshops and people doing uh, some fun shit. I was like in and out, tuning in and out 
of uh, clicking, I should say, clicking in and out of all the stuff that was happening today because I was working, of course, but uh, caught, caught a little Liz Wonder, caught a little, uh, little making the film, uh, the making of the spear, all this stuff, man. It was good stuff today. Oh, I don't know where I get that. It wasn't from Hot Topic, Steven. Wasn't from Hot Topic. DC Shop, okay? DC Shop. That's where I got it. Okay. So hopefully you guys can get yours too. But uh, cheers, guys. Welcome to Friday. Welcome to the weekend. Like I said, tomorrow is when the uh, the guest panels start with Justice Khan. So you guys know the schedule. And you know that I'll be hosting the uh, Joe Manganiello, uh panel tomorrow at 12.15, I believe. So we talking to Joe about, you know, many things. I think we might talk a little bit, a little, little, little tiny bit about, you know, that, that, that stroke of death uh, character that he plays, but cheers guys. Mm. Uh, love me some bullet bourbon, man. I tell you what. So, but yeah, should be good. Um, and then of course we got all the others. We got Zach, we got Harry Lennox. We got Ray Fisher, Ray Porter, um, Jay Oliva, it's going to be happening tomorrow and all that stuff. I mean, there's going to be so much live streaming tomorrow, guys, because it doesn't even, I mean, as soon as it ends on Justice Con, it's going to continue because Scott and I are still going to be doing our Batman the Fanimated stream tomorrow, uh, doing the first episode, discussing the first episode on Leather Wings. So that'll be at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Every, everything should be over, right? Because Jay Oliva's stream goes on at 5.30 my time. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be fully. I don't know. Shit, I didn't think. We'll have to figure out the times fully, but I think we'll be okay for like a 7 o'clock thing. I know. I'm like, <laughs> first episode of like actually breaking down an episode, it's like, oh, yeah, but Justice Con weekend. I don't know. We might, if we have to push it just like a little bit later, that'll be fine. And then, of course, um, there'll be, um, there'll be uh, uh, on the Real Emotion um channel we'll be doing like a post show i'm not i don't know if i'll be able to i'll stop by but i don't think i'm gonna be able to stay because i did plan on having people over tomorrow so it looks like uh depending on when that's all gonna happen um i might not i might just show up for like a little bit like i said i have, I have to play it by ear i think it's pretty much happening so i'm gonna have to be uh, a host of people over at my place so we'll see what happens here so anyways guys all right, so hopefully you guys are good. You made it, Javier. You made it. Ah, works good. Works good, man. It was actually pretty nice. Like I said, this whole working from home thing has been pretty nice, I must say. We got Jose here. We got William. How you doing, sirs? Yo, William. Yeah, the Giants lost tonight, by the way, and I'm like kind of disappointed about it, you know, because they were, on, they were doing pretty good there, and they just kind of shit the bed tonight in, in uh Miami but uh it's okay I think we're still gonna be uh they're still gonna be uh they're still gonna um make things happen that's for sure so anyways cool all right so I think which I think we should bring in the special guests here if they are backstage looks like they're backstage um go ahead and set the tweets okay let's see here all right let me go ahead and set the tweet first man I need some more room on this on this damn thing. All right, let's see. I don't know. I see them backstage. I don't know if their camera is on. All right, so let's see. Boop, let me do that. And let's see that. Where's he that drawn? Uh, let's see. Real, real, have joined the stream. 
There we go. All right. Set the tweet. Set the tweet. Set the link. Don't send the wrong link out or it's going to get crazy in here. All right. Without further ado, guys, let's bring in the guests. All right. Greg and John, the real rejects. What is that? Yo, Yo we're here. We're on the film. We're on the film junkie channel. What's going on, buddy? Nice to meet you officially. I know. Nice to meet you guys too. How are you guys doing? Doing good. It's been a, been quite a day, but uh, this I know we've been trying to get this going for a while, and I'm, I'm yeah. honored you'd have us here the day before you're about to host the Joe Manganello. I know. <laughs> no, you're gonna be great. What is going on with our camera? Why is it know, keep camera. In out? camera? There you go. You're good. Yeah, it's just just too much sexy going on in your uh, on your camera right there. That's what's happening. What do you think is gonna happen with this camera, John? Do you think it's gonna cut in and out? <laughs> it's uh, we got a new camera. We wanted to use a nice camera to stream before. with you today. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel well, like we're gonna we're gonna fuck this whole thing up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that's what it's all about. You know, you never know what's gonna happen. You know, when it comes to the vodka stream. So every every five seconds, maybe we should just record. <laughs> is that possible? There's a I theoretical. If we is a theory that I could write. If we're just recording, we're just recording, then it won't cut. It'll stay yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, it'll stay on. So we're just gonna record this whole thing yeah. just in case. Yeah, <laughs> it should just stay on and broadcast. We're the real if, we, if it doesn't work out, there is a surefire way to fix it, just yeah. over my shoulders. So. There you go. One way that or another. Plan, that's what it's all about. Contingency plan. Well, I appreciate you guys joining in, man. But yeah, I know it, it is pretty crazy. I like, yeah, it's Justice Con. On and yeah, all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, you're gonna interview Joe." I'm like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> cool." You've, you've interviewed bigger people before, though. That's very true. I mean, no, I mean, it, what's funny about it too is like, I mean, I don't know it, it, when it comes to these vodka streams. I mean, they can run about four hours, and you know, talking to people and everything like that. I'm only going to be doing an hour. I remember even saying that's nothing compared to like yeah. what happens here. I mean, I'm like an hour. That's like get man. Only gonna, I'm only going to ask him about two questions, maybe. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> we want to leave you wanting more. Is the it's, goal? That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> but but you've met Joe before, have you? I uh, when when they uh, the premiere night when we uh, did that charity stream, he showed mm -hmm. up on there. That was a weird thing because it was like. Um, his people hit my guy up and says, Hey, he wants to join that. And I was like, Oh shit. So I'm like in the middle of it. I'm like typing going, yeah, send it to send this link. Oh shit. Shit. You know, I'm trying to, like keep my composure with the camera. Like, Hey, I'm still here guys. And then, uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like I hit up Uche and I'm like, Hey, Joe wants to join. So, and he's all, Fuck. yeah. So briefly talked to him a little bit. So. I saw, cool. we, we went to, uh, we went to uh, the, the one time I've been to San Diego comic-con, I, I hosted some panel there and then we went to some after party that was at a store that Joe Manganiello owns. It's like some oh, very yeah. big geekdom store. Yeah. And then I remember I did that awkward thing where you just want to meet someone the whole time and you're just standing off like five feet away waiting to say hi for like 45 minutes yeah. and you never say hi just like waiting for it where's my opening it's like trying to ask I, a girl out yeah you're like yeah it's, hey, just, 
yeah, yeah. That opening. Oh. And you're like, you're like playing in your head, like, oh, what should I say? What should I? What should yeah. I? <laughs> what joke can I make? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, exactly. I've seen, I, I've seen all of True Blood. Like, I'm a big fan of True Blood. Nice. So, like, to me, when I see Joe, a lot of people associate him with Deathstroke. Now we're Magic Mike, even. But I'm like, no, man, LC, <laughs> True Blood. That's what I think of when I see him. So, uh, but yeah, yeah it, it, no, it's it's gonna be exciting time, man. Congratulations. Congratulations yeah, on all the success you've been having. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Well, I mean, I mean, congratulations on your guys' success. Wow, I didn't even say I barely even taken a drink, and I'm already like fumbling my words right there. What are you drinking there? What are you drinking? Uh, <laughs> T Riot Energy 100% flat powered <laughs> energy drink. Wow, you guys are going hard tonight. You're going hard tonight, this man. A, this is a Topo Chico carbonated mineral water, but I drained all the water and I just put straight vodka in it. So there I it is. That's what it is. Well, so, that yeah. passes. That passes. Well, cheers, guys. Again, thank you for cheers. joining. Of course, of course. Now, uh, now give me um. Give us a little history on Real Rejects, man. Like, when did you, like, how long have you guys known? When did you guys meet? Was it love at first sight? You know, all that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, John, the history on you guys. Take it away a little oh, bit. Oh, man. <laughs> when did we meet? We met in the first grade because uh, nice. we went to the same uh, school growing up. And then by the third grade at the advent of Pokemon is when we really found a reason to, to connect, you know. In the first couple of years, you know, we were cool occasionally would have little frictions or whatever but but you know it really clicked upon the arrival of pokemon and then from there you know we just i mean we would sh do crazy slumber parties and you would share movies with me we we're like the two kids in class who were like super into movie stuff because you know we inherited that from our families too so yeah man so yeah and then from there we were doing improv comedy in our teen years and then after that we did some network marketing together <laughs> <laughs> we, the we really did do network marketing yeah did you <laughs> how yeah. was that it, it's a life-changing experience. I, I call it my League of Shadows experience. <laughs> That's where, where you where, train. Where, where you learn about home-based businesses and you get all into recruiting and you're like it doesn't pan out over the few years you're committing. But you're like, if I apply this mentality to YouTube, we can make YouTube work. <laughs> and, then, and so, yeah, true. the way how like Bruce Wayne took League of Shadows and was like, I like your ideas and philosophies. I don't like your goals of what you're doing with them. Let me do it to for a better cause. And for the better cause being reaction videos on YouTube, I guess. When it comes to when it comes to uh, anytime a new trailer comes out, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm heading to over to your guys's channel, right? Like first off. And then I and then when I watch your guys's reaction videos, I look at my reaction videos and go, damn, I need to react a little better because <laughs> I, I find myself just like going, huh? Huh? And but when I see your guys' reaction videos, you're like full on animation. I'm like, see, I need to get a little better at just like showing how like how I'm feeling inside because sometimes I'm just too busy just watching, and I'm like, oh wait, I'm supposed to react to this. So I mean, you nailed it. I mean, that's what I would whenever we I have a we have guests on. I, I that's the one tip I always give is like, yeah, I know most of us when we watch trailers or something is we're very. Um, yeah, we're we're focused, you know. <laughs> we're yeah. not rude. So, uh, but when you're when you, 
when you're doing this, it's, it's a form of expression. It's about being yeah. comfortable to let out what you're feeling internally, like let it show and stuff. And then people give you crap once in a while. Being I'm like, you really don't do that. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. actually we do. And we get more crap in real yeah, life when there's not a fake, Clearly going over the top. <laughs> actually, we get people way more annoyed with us yeah. when there's not a camera pointer at us. Yeah, be and careful. Like, Would you like, shut up? <laughs> don't, don't increase your reacting too much because yeah. then everyone's just going to call you fake about yeah. it. I know. That's the thing. Is like I think I uh, I think it was probably the first Justice League trailer that came out. I like you know I just let it out. Like I just did not hold back. And I remember reading some comments going, uh, "He's faking it. It's too over the top." And I'm like, "What? Okay, sure." This is my joy, you guys. This is me. <laughs> I just showed you my soul. Yeah. I, I don't know what a per. It's impossible to nail a perfect reaction. There is. Like you, you either go too big or you don't react at all yeah. <laughs> or you didn't give the reaction that validates the person's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> like, you gave the perfect just, reaction, except you didn't catch that one Easter egg character yeah. who showed oh, up yeah. in one frame. I'm like, there's like a gazillion things happening in this two minute trailer. Yeah. I can't catch everything in Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer. It's like, wait, you didn't right see away. that? Bro? Yeah. What the hell, man? It's like, sorry. Yeah, fake it, fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when it came to the channel, was that just like uh, when, when the channel started? How long have you guys had the channel? Oh man, God, uh, it's, uh, it was weird. Like, okay, the 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 short encompass version would be in, in like we we started off as just a movie review channel. Yeah. But at the time, it was like 2013 at the beginning of that year. And then at the time, though, he was in college. I wasn't in college. I didn't go to school because I was like yeah. too school for the yeah, fuck yeah. school. Yeah. Everyone's with you anyway, that, man. man. Yeah, the world's world's <laughs> in a dire need. Life's right too short, man. It is too short. Who needs education when you can yeah. watch movies? <laughs> so and sleep so, and kids alone. And then eventually, um, it got to the point where it was like it was. A, I had to learn how to edit and do all these other things. And then eventually, it was I had to take the challenge to my own hands for a while. And then eventually, after a couple of years, after eventually, I don't know how. I discovered like doing trailer, like there wasn't that many people doing trailer reactions. Mm-hmm. It just what, seemed like a- the weirdest thing at the time, because now it's very common, but at the <laughs> time, the most weird thing was people were doing reactions to trailers, but they weren't giving like reviews or commentary. <laughs> they, yeah. they would just kind of say subscribe <laughs> afterwards. Just watch it and then you're done. And I was like, well, maybe oh, we can make this a full video. Awesome. Subscribe, guys. Uh, that, was, yeah. that was it, though. That really yeah. was it. And, and so I was like, it might be fun to infuse some commentary. I can't tell you how many comments we've gotten over the years of people being like, you know, I've been watching your channel for a while and it's the first time I stay for the review part. You guys actually say good stuff. <laughs> That's happened Man. so many. Like, it only oh, took a thousand yeah. videos for people to start saying that. Yeah, it took a while. It took a while. But uh, yeah, this is what we do now. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a fun. how long have you been doing Film Junkie? You, you're, well, yeah, I, you've kind of been doing a lot of things, haven't you? Well, like, yeah, it, I, I started the channel back in 2011. And then, you know, I wasn't really, I was like, okay, let me just do like a weekly show. And it was, I mean, going back to those shows, I mean, they were horrible, fucking horrible. Like, I remember I propping up my my non HD camera up on like a bunch of books on my desk. My background was my closet. It was horrible. And then, and then I was uh, doing some. Um, I got brought over to. Uh, I was working on a website called Android Spin about Android phones and stuff like that. And they wanted me to do like their YouTube channel, so I created like a show called the Mandroid Show. And I was like, all right, we'll like try to you know like the Man Show. We'll do this kind of these bits and stuff like that. Cool. And then. Uh, I guess you could say probably around like 2014, 2015, when like BBS was announced, I went, you know what? I'm going to cover the absolute shit out of this because I'm excited. (laughs) 
And yeah, I had covered that movie like crazy. And then it just kind of just went from there. And then just recently, I just started doing like, oh, not recently, but last year, I started really just hitting the live stream stuff. And it's been a lot of fun, kind of exhausting, but fun. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I, I actually discovered you through air cut information. Yeah. Before I ever discovered like, oh, you're one of the go-to people when it comes to Snyder Cut stuff. It was yeah. actually the air cut information when I, you might have been like the first person, actually, when I really started hearing about things yeah. that were leaking scripts or the Joker images and stuff <laughs> like that. They, yeah, that, that's that's what I mainly started following you for. So, yeah, man. No, it's, yeah. It's, been, it's been crazy. Like, I mean, ever since, especially when the whole Snyder Cut thing like came about, it was just kind of. I mean, I remember, I mean, we all saw, <laughs> we all saw that theatrical and uh, what was your guys' first reaction when you saw like the theatrical <laughs> Justice League? Oh man, John, you um, take this away because I got a whole character arc. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. Yeah, I got a character arc here to tell you about. <laughs> I mean, especially at the time and the, like, you know, it feels like a century ago and the DCEU feels like such a different machine like in every phase but especially between then and now so I, I think like i had a pretty uh disheartening experience watching the theatrical cut of bvs and so after that i was like uh yeah yeah i'll take this hodgepodge of inoffensive lightly flavored cartoonishness but it didn't also leave really any impact on me so it was kind of just like a wash that that first justice league uh experience there yeah i mean like it's it's an interesting trajectory I, I feel like the funny thing about what when especially when you do like film criticism online or something <laughs> is it can often feel like what you're putting out has to be like a finite opinion like it is concrete it never changes and i've noticed as i've changed like i uh, lately I've been tempted to do video essays and mm. one video, two video essays. One has been about Godzilla versus Kong. Cause I'm like, I'm so tempted to just try one <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> and Go the ahead. other one has been like, I wanted to do a, uh, my, cause through covering Zack Snyder's justice league after reactions, I'll, I, I tend to like take breaks. I take time out to be like, well, here's my experience that I've had with the Snyder verse in particular, how I went from being like, I've always really enjoyed man of steel, but BBS theatrical cut, I was a I was one of the people who really didn't like that, and I yeah. did a whole video dedicated to hating that movie about the whole Martha thing, and then, and then like I, I, it was like the when the Batman and Superman trailer came out for Zack Snyder's Justice League, I, I talked about why my opinion has drastically taken a one eighty, even on the Martha moment. And so I kind of wanted to do a whole video essay dedicated to really? why I actually love that, and so with who I was at the time, I can't bullshit like. I mean, it's out there, and I could easily take the videos down if I wanted to. But I kind of like ah. the I like the journey of seeing when an opinion changes, and I yeah. feel like I get so detailed about it that it's pretty apparent that I'm being honest. I'm well, not that, just fucking saying something, you yeah, know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what's uh, kind of been detailed. awesome about every. I mean, when, since Zack Snyder's Justly comes out, I mean, came out like you see a lot of people going, holy shit, I was wrong about this universe or I was wrong about what Zack Snyder was trying to do with this universe. And I even seen a lot of people like on Twitter just going, man, I'm going to go back and watch Man of Steel and PBS. All of a sudden, I'm like, I'm liking these movies. I get it now. He was building up to this. Oh, that's yes. what we were doing here. It's like... A hundred percent true. Like when, yeah. especially when you start from Man of Steel and you go to BVS Ultimate Edition, yeah. um, 
I mean, I feel like you got to just watch the ultimate edition. Oh, no, no, yeah. Don't even don't watch it. Don't bother with the theatrical. Like, yeah, you know, no, you don't. As I think what's mis what's misconstrued about the ultimate cut is people will often say, there's like 15 minutes more of footage. That's what people always say. There's like 15 <laughs> minutes more of footage. I'm like, no, you, you guys don't get it. It's There's like little bits of extra footage and breathing room and pacing. And then, yeah, a little bit of dialogue here or there. And then some additional scenes that are just not in there so it's not just 15 minutes of extra footage no. like, you, you can't just watch deleted scenes and then go all right you got to watch the whole thing and then i think when you watch that ultimate like i'm not gonna lie like the last time i watched bvs uh, something happened i was like oh my god i am feeling on this because i i never thought i'd even warm up to the martha moment but yeah. when when uh when batman does say like uh, no, you stay here. I'll go save Martha uh, when he's talking to Clark. Um, mm -hmm. That moment brings me to tears. I'm like, that's the character arc of Batman right yeah. there. There's right the there. character arc. And you don't notice that on a theatrical cut, but on an ultimate no. edition, you'll notice it. So, I mean, suffice to say, to answer your first question, I actually quite enjoyed uh, and, and funny enough, my fiance had a similar experience. She, she doesn't do all the on-camera stuff, but she had a similar experience too, where she did enjoy Justice League. And yeah. I quite enjoyed Justice League too. It's like, oh, it's a fun Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. And then you start learning what's not in it. And you're like, ah, but maybe it's still a fun Saturday morning cartoon. But I think when you watch Zack Snyder's Justice League, you go, whoa, whoa. that Justice League is like, Really, I can never watch that again. Yeah, like, I, so I, bad. I, and I, I watched, the, I watched your guys' reaction videos to the different parts, and I love the fact that you said that you're like, I'm never going to watch that again. And <laughs> yeah. I also agree with you, Greg. I think Zack Snyder should direct a football movie. Yes, he when should he direct a sports movie, man, dude, dude. <laughs> it would be I the mean, most gorgeous looking sports movie. Jeez, and, and and all it would have to be is like one game. <laughs> the yes. whole movie could just be one game. You know, just a one game, a playoff game, a Super Bowl. I don't know what he could do, but just have that and just a Zack Snyder football. <laughs> Super Bowl. It'd be so cool. I mean, right. he has, he has a, he, he likes the human body, you know, he, he likes does. the anatomy he of people. He likes his Adonises. So yeah. like capturing the physicality of like the real world of sports and athletes. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what he's doing. Like when you look at the women of Themyscira. Oh yeah, my so God. You're like those are those are warrior women, you know. Yeah, chicks lift all right. They lift. I know you're thinking that, and you're like, I'm never gonna have abs like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, know, right. I guess you got to swing a big, huge hammer the way that they do it. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's that's some core work. I feel like it seems like you've you've always been like a big fan of the Snyderverse. Yeah, and, and for me, I you know what I, I I think there is something to be said to the timing of when his work came out. Um, mm -hmm. Cause like for me, like that's when I, I remember like in between after BVS, I eventually got into stuff like the injustice storylines and all that and seeing more of these alternate universe, darker takes. And then that kind of opened up my, my mind a little bit more. So before Zack Snyder's justice league from watching man, you really see that it's like, this is Superman's tale from beginning yeah. to end. Like I said, I could do a video essay. I don't want to just, take over the stream and, and, and I won't, I won't shut the fuck up if I just start rambling. So I'm going to no, no, keep ahead, really myself in. I do have a problem where I could go, I could go on and on about it because um, it's just so weird to, to, I've never had quite a slingshot effect where I I'm so public about, I hate that, that man be Superman yeah. to watching it later on in my life and being like, Oh my God, 
oh my god, I think I get it. And I think that's the impact of the Snyderverse, though. Yeah, right? and even with me, like being a fan of all of it, just going back and rewatching. I mean, after I watched Zack Snyder's Justice League for like like three times, whatever, I went back watched Man of Steel and BBS like right at one after the other, and I went. Fucking a man, this this just works so much better now. I mean, ugh, it yeah. just. I mean, we you just see what he was building up to. I mean, that's exactly what. And, and the fact of the matter is, is like with these three movies, you have a different kind of almost feel and tone. That's what I fucking three. love. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, I mean, that feel like, is handheld and gritty and in yes. your face. And the Batman v Superman is dark and sleek it looks like a graphic novel and then uh justice league is like the gods amongst us movie yes. you know? <laughs> every shot is just gorgeous i mean yeah. i always i even like compared it to like the original star wars trilogy i'm like you know because all those three movies have like a different feel too but the difference is those are three different directors this is the same director giving you like a different kind of feel with each chapter or like not yeah. really chapter but each movie or like each chunk of this story and it's just fucking beautiful, man. What what can really upset me? I'm sorry, John. I, I, I you know what happened. John knows. I'm just enjoying all this enthusiasm off, that is going around. There's been so many off-camera conversations where I'm just like, I just don't shut up. Um, Nothing's wrong with the camera right now. I'm. That's fine. all. That's all he's concerned about. He's like, it's not cutting off. I think when you when you start to get the vision, then then it like it could become kind of. Um, you do get married to it yes. because, and I think that's what has occurred with with the Snyderverse in total. Is some people who weren't on board suddenly that's get it. And one criticism in particular that I uh, I used to give was like, oh, Snyder films are like really all about visuals, and mm -hmm. they kind of lack on the character, and there's just so much slow mo. And then I kind of really pulled that back because, especially from watching Man of Steel and BVS back to back before Snyder cut. I realized like, oh, the, the whole theme of all of his characters is so much about identity and self-acceptance. And you see that with all of the characters. Like, it starts with Superman. That's his whole journey of learning to accept thyself. And then with Batman having to ha go from the darkness that he's in to accept the journey of accepting Superman as a human. And that's why the Martha moment works is because in the, in the extended cut version is when you realize is when you really see that he he doesn't know who Clark Kent is. He only knows Kal El or Superman, the alien who's a possible threat to humanity. And then when he see when the Martha moment happens, that's when he sees him as a human for the first yeah. time. And that, you just don't get that in a theatrical cut. And then when you go to Snyder cut, all that is like with Cyborg and Flash. All these wow. characters are all about self acceptance, and it's such a beautiful message. And I think with the slow mo. And then I promise I'm going to shut up and just let you two talk the whole time. Uh, <laughs> and we'll talk in slow-mo. Yes. <laughs> with, the, with the slow-mo, what I love is that I I feel like with the human mind, we get a gazillion thought processes, uh, like so many thoughts fire in like a quick, rapid succession. And what I notice, especially with the Snyder Cut, when he is using the, the slow-mo, he'll often use it in moments where there's like a ticking time clock, whether that be Cyborg having to deal with a football game, uh, uh, Victor dealing with a football game, or, or Wonder Woman having to deal with the bomb at the beginning there. And you could see so much of the internal dialogue happening in the character's eyes a lot of the time within the slow-mo. And it also goes to demonstrate the physical struggles a lot of the time when it's like action-based scenes. So mm -hmm. I think there's like a lot of, a lot of, it's funny when you just, 
it's so weird to have like a, a I'm excited to be here because especially because for what you represent with Snyder and all that, uh, because yeah, like that the beacon the, of the movie, there is such a, there, it, it, you can have a, such a flip in, um, to, like to once be on the side of the criticism and go like, wait a minute, no. there's a whole flip here actually. Yeah. No, that's see it and feel it. It's beautiful. And that's, that's what's great about it. And that's what I've been loving. You know, like I said, I've been loving seeing it. And, and you make a good point too, is like, and specifically when it comes to the Wonder Woman scene in Justice League where it's like, I mean, most of the time she's just, it's like, everything's yeah. going crazy. And all of a sudden you get these moments where you can catch your breath. It's almost mm -hmm. like, going like, Hey, I'm going to slow this down. She's going to do a hair flip and you're going to catch your breath. And, you know, and that's what's going to happen. I mean, that's what he kind of does. I mean, even like when she sends the bomb up, I mean, she throws it up and then it just stops. And you're just seeing her concentrate like, oh, did I fuck up? Is yes, that gonna be exactly. Good? Is that going to be good? Boom. And then it's like, OK, I think we're good. And then, yeah, it just he just seems to. And I remember there was an article coming out like, oh, there's about 20 or so minutes of slow-mo in the Snyder Cut. And like, and? <laughs> so <laughs> So Where was it all placed? Was I mean, it all placed well? I mean, yeah. that's that's the beauty of the. Also, you, you need the opposite of for in order for the fashion and just on a physical action level, for the fashion to work, you have to see the slowdown stuff first. You have to experience the opposite. Yes, and and so it's, like when the guns starts flying, when when the guy's shooting the assault rifle at the crowd, she's you see the thought process in her head. It's of perspective. Like, How am I going to all of this? Yeah, yeah. It's it's perspective. Like every, everybody's seeing her move fast. She is moving. She is like totally. Everything's breaking down to like, oh, I could just, you know, let me just do this. Or same with the Flash. It's like mm -hmm. you're seeing perspective. You either see him just like, you know, just instantly move, or you see his perspective in the Speed Force, like when the opening scene with, with, uh, with Iris and everything. I mean, it's just he just fucking nailed it right there. It's like, okay, this is what he is seeing. This is what he's witnessing right here. And you know, everything. Obviously, to us, it's going to be an instant. And yeah, you have to have that. That. That perfect balance and he i think he nails it to be honest he does i yeah. think that i also think that slow-mo scene with uh the flash people uh, when we did this uh, a live stream about the snyder cut um that was like the most talked about scene and really yeah i mean it made sense to me of like how visually gorgeous it is yes. that's what people talked about but i think what makes the impact of that scene so grand is again back to the theme of acceptance and identity not only is it just a beautifully visually realized scene, but that's also when he has come to the term of the acceptance of his potential. Mm -hmm. And that's why that scene is so powerful. It's because of all the emotion underneath it. Not just because it's fucking awesome to look it's at. Cool. <laughs> like, it's, cool. it's awesome. It's so cool to look at. But it's also the theme of like, dad, I can be what you believe me to be. I can't be everything you thought I can be. And he's realizing that in that moment. So oh, okay. yeah, I think there's a lot of beautiful character arc stuff in, in, in these films too, that I think, I think that goes under-recognized uh, a little too much. You know, we often get caught up in the visuals. So he's so good at that, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Let's see. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> totally good. Oh, I love it. I love it. No, but like, yeah, I mean, spe specifically when you're talking, you're talking about that that flash scene where it's just you know he starts doing the phasing thing, you know, because he's just like, oh shit, something happened. I mean, I mean that's got it's. I mean, to me, that's one of the probably one of the best super CBM moments ever, just because 
like you said, it's just that moment where he's like, he's got to run faster than he's ever had to. And just the way that he does it and he just crouches down and just that shot, the way that it, just the way that it looks, it's just a piece of art right there. And then he just leaps forward and then he starts talking to his dad and then you start going, all right, now you're going to make me cry after I was going <laughs> to cry about how beautiful this was mm-hmm. and tears on top of tears right here. My God just such a it's such a beautiful moment but even like the the first time we see him with the uh you know with, with iris and everything and the hot dogs well what's funny too is like i actually posted on my twitter probably earlier this week is like in one of the in the first issue that that flash showed up in in dc comics back in like the 50s like the first time he actually sees things like like stop stop in midair there's actually hot dogs. There's our hot dog looking things. And I'm like, oh, he's, yeah. I, didn't know, I didn't know. I uh, Yeah, he's at uh, Barry's at some yeah, Barry's <laughs> at some restaurant and like a wait uh waitress like, you know, drops some stuff and he everything just stops for him and he's like, "What the hell?" And yeah, there's two there's like three hot dog looking things on the plate that are flying off of it. And I'm like, "You son of a bitch, Snyder. How?" Leaving <laughs> yeah. no stone unturned. Yeah, exactly. Man. It's like, yeah, especially if people go, "He doesn't know the source material stuff." And then he'll put little easter eggs like that and you just kind of go, uh, "Come again? What? He doesn't know what?" You know? It's like I think he might have a little a knowledge on some of the stuff that's going on in here. So, yeah. Well, I feel like there, there's a weird onus that gets put on these movies in particular oh, to yeah. adhere to a specific ideal of the source material. And I feel like comic comics are, are a medium in which characters are frequently like reinvented or thrust exactly. into situations they wouldn't normally be in. And so I, I understand like a lot of people's gripes with some of the trappings of the Snyderverse, but I never really understood why it was so hard for the majority of people to get to the idea of like, oh, this is this is a particular person's vision of these characters, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily trying to be the classic definitive, it never uh, uh, represented itself like it was trying to be your golden age Superman or something like that, well, you know? Like, I think what, I think the problem that, occur- when I talked about earlier in this stream about like the time in which it came out, yeah. is because, not it's not really because it's a comparison issue with Marvel versus DC. I don't I don't really think that's really what it came down to. I, I think from kind of a subconscious level is that we were getting live action introductions for Marvel characters, right? People like Thor, Iron, like these characters, Iron Iron Man, they didn't have these big screen movies before. No. So you had to adhere closer to the source material and the and the way how most of us knew them as you had to get that right. Whereas like there's been like a bunch of Batman movies already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there's been a whole Superman franchise, franchise already. Yeah. Like we and can we can yeah. talk now. We can have that's, some. Fun. That's what I've talked. I've talked <laughs> about that too. It's like it's like you know. Marvel's going to soon get to that point where they have to recast a Wolverine. They have to recast Iron Man. And that's when people go, that's not my fucking Iron Man. (laughs) I don't like that. Who they cast is that. I mean, that's why now anybody who gets cast as Batman, everybody's just are are automatically going, are you fucking kidding me? The guy from Twilight, that guy, you know, (laughs) or Ben Affleck. I mean, even back in 2013, people were like, fucking Ben Affleck. Really? Even I was hesitant. I was like, really? Ben Affleck? I don't know about that. And then now here I am going, I love you. Do more. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's my favorite live act. I think he's yep. the perfect blend of dude. Cause before there was a point where I was like, I like this guy's Bruce Wayne. I don't really love his Batman. I like this guy's Batman. Don't really love his Bruce Wayne. Ben Affleck to me. I'm like, Oh, he's got the perfect marriage of yeah. both Bruce Wayne and, and Batman to me. I know the whole killing thing kind of, 
upsets people. But for some reason, you know, it's so funny to me. It's like, I'm, like Batman's been my favorite comic book character my whole life. Yeah. And one of the things I never, even with the theatrical cut, I just, I was like, I don't think it's that far fetched for him to, for in this world to kill someone, you know, yeah. like, especially where we're at in his life. Exactly. I mean, throughout Bat any interaction with Batman, I often feel like, well, yeah, I, maybe he doesn't go out of his way to kill people. Maybe he doesn't like intentionally murder anybody. But there are people caught in the crossfire of all this. He's responsible oh, yeah. for deaths either way. <laughs> yes, you know? and and that's part of the effect that you get in the BVS. Um, that's what I love about the argument and the conversation presented in in the Ultimate Edition of BVS. Mm -hmm. It's like, and I remember in the theatrical cut. I had the thought of like, I don't get why Superman just doesn't look for for Martha right now, and why is he fight? Why is he fighting? Why doesn't he just tell the the joke that I think a lot of us have had? John, hit record on that. Oh, oh, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> we, we we're starting a new take, that, breaking in a new camera. That the joke that I've always had was that a lot of us has like he he says save Martha and that snaps Batman out of his moment. He could have said that earlier. Where I think in when you watch the ultimate edition you can see in there superman has a, a like they have similar point of views towards each other batman and superman they both think each other to be like a terrorist of some kind mm -hmm. and the context is different it's like superman tries saving people and there were some casualties along the way whereas batman he like he terrorizes criminals and it's really up to the audience who they decide is is right or what the hypocritical debate really is but i think in that moment with superman why he doesn't just come right out is i think he's in it's so funny when people will criticize the movies and, and i used to be this way too like people will criticize of well it's not explained through expositional dialogue but then i'm like but then if you go expositional you complain about expositional dialogue yeah, exactly. where i think in that moment superman i think he's a little torn he's i think he's tempted on you know, I could just kill Batman and get my mom back. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you, you, like, you see it happen. He well, shows well, up and he's like, you yeah. Batman. But I mean, then he's just like I mean, fucking trying to kill him the whole time. I mean, right, uh, right before Superman, like, takes him through the building and throws him into the bat signal, which I love, you you actually see, like, him, like, when he's walking, like, to the side and you see the, pan the camera follows him, you can actually see him, like, he's all, I don't want to do this, but I have to. It's my fucking mom. Like, I don't, I can't reason with this guy. He does not want to fucking, you know, he's, he's throwing all this shit at me that's just trying to stop me it's like what am i supposed to do and you can actually see it in his face where he's just right before he just takes him right into the building he's just like uh i don't want to do this but i have to because he's just not listening to me and that's the great thing about what, what's going on with batman i mean when people talk about killing and branding and all the stuff that he does it's like literally right when alfred drops that paper in the back cave and goes new rules that explained everything right there because mm. even alfred's going what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like yeah. branding people? What are you doing? And then Bruce just shrugs it off, like, yeah, we're always been criminals. What are you talking about? You know? And that's I mean, I, if, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Like the 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 thing about what's happening with Superman in that Hi, scene Sarah. that I hey Sarah, hey Sarah. We know Sarah. Oh, yeah. uh, so <laughs> what's happening with Batman and Superman in that moment? Yeah. What what I think you just don't get in the theatrical cut that's made clear in the extended version. Because, yes, you're 100% right. Superman is concerned about, obviously, concerned about Martha. I yeah. think there's a part of him that he's grown this sort of obsession with. Okay, take two. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to do a take two. <laughs> so if you could edit this out. You edit this out of the you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll be right on it. What's, in, in the movie, what you're seeing is 
the you're, you're constantly cutting to the media, right? And yeah. like Superman, he's trying to do the right thing. Superman's trying to do the right thing, and then the media's just like, "Can we trust this fucking guy? Like, do, <laughs> do we? Do we like? Can we trust him though? Everyone's questioning him. He's being framed for murder. Yeah. No matter what he does, he's being painted in the in the world as a bag. Even though there's people that love him, there's people who are like criticizing him. And I think there's a lot of what deals with Superman of, of, of again with acceptance and feeling like yeah. his dad would like wanted him to suppress who he really was. So Clark is then like, man, who's this Batman guy though? Yeah. They won't even let him report on Batman. They're like, no, talk about football. We don't want to hear about Batman. Like they <laughs> yeah. don't even let him talk about it. Yeah. When Batman's the one who's doing like criminal activities. So in the in the in the ultimate edition, what you're getting is a slow build of obs of obsessive hate that these two are growing for each other up until the moment where they fight because Superman yeah, he could just knock him out, but I think he, he's obviously holding back. But of I think course. there's this part of him that kind of wants to – he wants to hurt Batman. Yeah. And I think that's why he just doesn't go all out. And well, also even, – he, he even says it. He goes, like, if I wanted it, you'd be dead already. I mean, he, he just fucking yells that to him. He's he all – Yells right at him. Down. He's all, asshole, I could, I could literally rip your asshole out of you right yeah. now. And he – you know, I want that cut. It's in the, I know. It's, it's in the I, newly I remastered version yeah, of HBO right. Max. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat <laughs> fatality <laughs> cut. <laughs> oh, man. Awesome. Oh, man. Where's a, Not Ed only Boone. does Batman kill, yeah. he kills horrifically. <laughs> yeah. So Ed Boone, Ed Boone, I got a new uh, fatality. Uh, if you got, yeah, if you want, you can get from right there. No, but like, and then, um, Going back to like what you said about Superman and like how you know John Jonathan wanted him to be you know you gotta you can't let it be known yet can't let it be known yet and then when you get to Zack Snyder's Justice League when he's in the the ship and he's about to do the flight Fly, again <laughs> yes you hear both his dad both yeah. of his fathers oh, yeah. basically I mean because like you know when it came to Man of Steel and it came you know and, and then into BBS it's like you had both of his dads kind of just like kind of saying different things to you know when it came to him and then when it came to that moment right there in justice league it's like you're hearing them both and then all of a sudden they're both just going son it's time for you to show who you're supposed to fucking be right now and it's just oh yeah, that's a, <laughs> like you're right because that's the arc the yeah. arc of super of arc right Paul L is the acceptance with for himself like it his dad literally was like no, I'm gonna die. I, I would rather you hide who you really are. Yeah, I'd rather you let kids down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the yeah. thing. And so he's had. And I feel like that's part of the deepness of the Jonathan Kent portrayal is he he's looking out for Clark, but from a psychological sense that could instill a sense of shame into a into a person. And so in BVS, when he's like up on the mountain and retreating, clearly the subconscious thoughts that he gets are his. The, the voice of his father that raised him the way how a lot of us are, uh, our parents' voices in our subconscious head. So by the time you get to Zack Snyder's Justice League, he has grown and now his father's voice in his head is telling him to accept who you are, fly, be a hero. Like that's a beautiful trajectory that you could only get from actually watching 
all three kind of oh, man. close together. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, <laughs> so, yeah. and, and that's <laughs> been part, probably my favorite part of this entire thing, because it's, it's funny, you know, like people, people dog Zack Snyder for things being slow, but you know, like I'm, it's fascinating to behold these movies because I never would have thought or guessed it, you know, during the cycle for man of steel or BVS or wonder woman or any of these, you know, in the lead up to justice league. And then after, yeah, around that time where he's walking through the ship and he's hearing the voices, it started to click to me like, wow, is I get why you needed to do a second take on that because there are so many like sidebars <laughs> yeah, that yeah. you're trying to try and talk <laughs> it about. It really this, is, but, man. <laughs> but yeah, like during that moment of Justice League, it made me realize like, okay, like everyone's dog DC for, you know, rushing into this team up thing where I'm like, wait a minute though. You can, yeah, you can see this slowly unfolding arc for Superman that starts in Man of Steel. Then you see one for Batman that starts in BVS. And then you see other ones resolved or created within Justice League. But yeah, it, it struck me that once you have all those human tones fully realized, once everyone accepts their identity, and once the team comes together to elevate each other, like all of a sudden I thought back and I was like, oh wow, like even issues I might have had with previous movies tonally or whatever make a lot of sense to me because like Man of Steel is kind of a lonely cold movie because that's the life really Clark is. is living for so much exactly. of it and then yeah BVS is this angsty experience because it's largely centered around two characters who are tr trying to help and are getting drugged through the dirt for it yeah. and then you go into Justice League which you know has all this resolution from these stories combined with like a real life story and also it's just like I feel like evolution for Zack Snyder as a filmmaker because it has all the stuff that you know and love from his style but also like the most humanity heart and warmth and humor and like all this stuff so yeah it, it made me realize like it's magic that this got to happen because like few people have the money and patience to allow something to unfold over that much time and that many yeah. movies but when you see it completed like it you know, like you have been, you know, like fully dedicated and swept into this train, you know, with passion, perhaps longer than me. And once like Justice League had solidified itself in my mind, I was like, wow, I, I'm glad I got to be here to witness this strange arc of filmmaking happen, mm -hmm. but also that has become so rewarding. And yes, yeah, has retroactively made a bunch of other movies more appreciated in my mind, you know? Well, you realize the... I think sometimes there are choices that were questionable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and then when you understand the what's what the intent is, that I think that's the thing you can't say that I think you well, I think with yeah. Zach Snyder, everything's intentional of what he does. Yeah. And yeah. it's the thing too of like with a TV show that doesn't that makes a questionable choice in episode two that it's gonna pay off in episode five, you know the format and what to expect in terms of there will be more of this. Whereas, you know, in a movie scenario, I feel like it's harder to do that because once you lay something in there, especially if you're working at Warner Brothers, you know, depending on how the audience responds, <laughs> oh, that God, thing you set up in, yeah, yeah, in part one might get dismantled by part three, you never know. So yeah, yeah, like to, to I mean, see all all those uh, maintained, yeah. I mean, I think like I mean, when it when it comes to uh, superheroes and you know superhero stories, I mean, I'm 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 enjoying the fact that now we're actually getting content where it's you know it's an episodic kind of format. I mean, when it comes to Falcon and Winter Soldier, I mean today uh, the 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 episode that came out today, I thought, oh wow, they really kind of dug deep deeper into a lot of these characters, and this is episode five. And I was like, wow, it took like episode five to really kind of 
go into like this other, I mean, there was other things where I was kind of questioned, but maybe if I watched it again, I'll probably appreciate it more. But, but when it came to digging into the, to the characters, especially, you know, Bucky and Sam kind of went, okay, they, they went a little deeper into them in this episode. I felt, you know, when, you know, when it came to, um, we won't say any spoilers or anything like that, but you know, just certain things that were happening specifically in Sam's life that Bucky was a part of, you know, certain things that were happening there. And then all of a sudden it just kind of, but you mustn't forget there's this whole other, you know, this other character who's kind of, you know, losing his shit a little bit, but, uh, you know, that it's like, who you could be talking about. (laughs) Who am I talking about? Yeah. Um, no, but, um, you know, like in the next episode, okay, it's going to be on in the next episode. But this episode felt like, okay, it's just, it's kind of like, okay, it started off strong and then it kind of went off on this little, all right, let's kind of get into these characters a little bit with their home life or whatever, you know, going back and everything. So, but I, I'm liking the fact that that is happening a lot more now. And I think when it came to, uh, you know, Snyder, he just, he, I mean, he's joked about when he was mandated to be like, oh, you have to tell your Justice League movie in two hours. And he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Me? You're going to you're gonna yeah. say that? You, you know, know who you're talking to right yes. now? <laughs> I know. And it's like he thought it was a joke. It's like you can't tell. And I know a lot of people always even said, oh, you, you have to like have the solo movies before you have the team up. It's like, well, not exactly. You don't have to do exactly what Marvel's doing. And that's what he didn't want to do. He wanted to do something different. They wanted to get to Justice League. So he... Him and his writers kind of like, all right, let's figure out how to do it. Let's establish. Obviously, we already have Superman. Let's get Batman involved and Wonder Woman. And then all of a sudden, it's like we got these three other characters that we could just really give arcs to. And they do it. I mean, they do it so beautifully. I mean, you know, especially Cyborg's arc is just, you know, it's so heartbreaking and just so everything. It's just, it's just, yeah, chef kiss right there. Even, even Barry. And it's just like, you know, and he pulled it off, but he had to do it. He couldn't do it <laughs> under four hours. He just couldn't do it. There's no way it's going to happen. You know, you got to You got to give that time. Not even if you take the slow-mo because it would still be three hours and 45. I think he is telling this like one epic saga of a, mm-hmm. of a t- like I uh, you could hop into like the injustice video game you don't need yeah. to see a bunch of solo games of these characters no. first before you play injustice you can hop into a justice league dc animated movie you don't need to watch a bunch of solo movies of these no. characters and you can still be like damn like like the flashpoint um uh, uh dc paradox yeah. paradox brilliant yeah. fucking brilliant yeah. movie and uh, it's based on a very specific comic book and the movie amazing but i don't i'm not like i need a bunch of i need a bunch it's of solo great. movies of these guys yeah like no, and <laughs> before we can get to that like you you can you can and, and i think it can feel and i think justice league helps solidify that criticism yeah whereas when you see Zack snyder's i think you have to watch like when you watch like the story of fall from man of steel to again ultimate edition bbs and then Zack snyder's justice league it's it flows pretty well like it's yeah. pretty pretty flawless analysis. i mean it's literally like nine <laughs> hours it's nine hours plus of of like a superman story arc that you're getting and then you know and and, and it was funny too because i remember when you know people started getting the screeners and people started talking about it um and and a lot of people were going uh when they say oh yeah superman's only in it for like 10 minutes and i i i got messages where people were like is that true that sucks i'm like hey i'm like hey he had Two other movies, a three-hour and a two-and-a-half-hour movie where we established Superman. Now they're establishing other characters and trying, and then it builds up, and the payoff is 
it's good. You're going to like it. You're going to love it. I mean, obviously, I mean, imagine seeing that in the movie theater when Steppenwolf is about to fucking axe Cyborg and Superman just stops it and goes, not impressed. Not, not I mean, impressed. How, how, how lit up would that fucking movie theater have been? You know, I don't right. know. I was okay with, I'm a big fan of justice. <laughs> Where is the light? <laughs> justice? I'm a big fan of justice. <laughs> Good Lord. Like, Nobody is- wrote that line. Joss Whedon. Jo- Joss Whedon wrote that line. line. <laughs> Somebody. No, it was a line generator. It was on a computer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we got a child from the AIM days. One of those app games. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when I saw, um, well, the first time we saw Zack Snyder's Justice League, I, I remembered uh, before he walks into the bar where Aquaman's at, uh, Batman, and then it, it says screenplay by Chris Terrio. Yes, you commented I, about that. Yeah. There was like, no oh, Joss Whedon. That's right. This is no Joss Whedon script. This is uh, how do I wrap my head around this? And then, and I, and I'm glad Chris Terrio got a chance to do that interview because I feel like no one talks about this. And like, that was something I've been, the name that never gets I've been brought trying up. to like talk about, like, dude, oh, yeah. Chris Terrio also wrote oh, yeah. these movies. Yeah. And if you, you know, love like, Zack Snyder and Zack Snyder's <laughs> vision, this is the guy he trusted to help yeah. deliver. That. And Ben Affleck too is the guy who helped trust him with it. So I think, I think Chris Terrio does deserve more uh, credit for the work that he did. Because to script that out, it's like, how long is that fucking screenplay? <laughs> like, yeah. damn, that is a right. long ass. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm really happy for uh, Chris. What was the point we were talking about right before? The Superman sc- uh, thing. All right. Yes. The, the, yeah. The entrance. Yeah. Soups for 10 minutes. Well, <laughs> Man of Steel introduces that there's life outside of Earth, that there's yes. life beyond humanity and then after the events of what happens in man of steel we get into batman v superman where that's all based off of every character's lex batman their motivations are stemmed from the arrival of kryptonians on earth and the destruction that happened in metropolis and all that jazz and then prepping for that and then the introduction of metahumans and then the death of superman is what causes you know the mother boxes to awaken and so it's all it's all even the Superman's okay. How I basically say it is, even though Clark is not really in it that much in terms of screen time, his presence is super prevalent over that whole movie. Oh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, and it's and it's a major release of tension. It, like that's again, this is why it's the hazard of boiling anything down to like screen time math. Is because yeah, what's the impact of the usage and how much does the you know withholding of that make that impact? greater yeah 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 no you make a good point it's like you feel his presence throughout and then and then i mean just just i mean you guys even said it when when it came to your reaction videos on the parts it's like it's just the build-up to it and then not to mention i mean these four hours just fly fucking by i mean it feels like it feels like this movie is shorter than justice league for for shit's sake i mean you know a smooth pace will do that to you there's also action throughout yeah. too i think that's what a lot oh of people don't but like I, I was i was worried about that to be honest because yeah. like as much as i love the Snyderverse, like i i i haven't seen the director's cut of watchmen so i can't comment mm, on, on that you should I, i've heard everyone what i heard was bbs it was <laughs> i mean I, I haven't, oh yeah we're still waiting for the, the director's yeah. cut of sucker haven't uh, are, are they making that they have made a director's there's, 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 there's an extended cut, but there's not the full on director's cut yet. Uh, like, so Snyder, yeah, Snyder, like, um, I think 
um, when I had, I think when I had him on the first time, he, uh, I, I brought in one of my buddies and he asked about that cause he's a big sucker punch fan. And apparently like the reason why there hasn't been like an actual full on ultimate cut or a Snyder cut of, or that we call it the Snyder punch, um, of, nice. uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, that's great. That's release cool. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a hashtag release the Snyder. What? Punch. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I totally missed out on that. And then yeah. One yeah. for Alison yeah. Cahool. It, it, it's a little smaller than the other ones, but you know, if you want to you know, tweet that out, it's good. No, but he's like, <laughs> one of the All reasons the why is because like, you know, the TV, you know, cable channels are owning it. Like I think like TNT, I don't know. There's like a whole logistics thing where they can't do anything with it yet because of like contracts and whatnot. But he said, eventually he wants to release his full on version of sucker punch that he wanted. Yes. There's an extended cut, but it's not quite the, it's the Snyder unique. punch, as we say. So. Oh, so kind of similar to how there's an extended cut of Suicide Squad, but that's not the not air cut. Not the air cut. I get what you're cut. saying. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring on to a couple more guys. I know uh, you guys had to take off in a little bit, but uh, I'm bringing yes, in uh, Scott and uh, Stephen right here. Say hello, hey, gentlemen. The beards, the beards are taking over, so, Dave. Let's the rub them together. Let's all rub them together. Hey, hey, I'm trying. I haven't shaved in two years. Come on. It looks good. It's any, any one of these years now, it's going to come in. Everyone has better mics than us. Own, he's got his brush out and everything. Oh, look at you. Uh, rub, rub it in. I just got to keep it at the desk because it's like gets itchy. It gets itchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't say itchy. No, that, that's Ronnie of uh, Justice League right there. Yeah. Did you guys see, hear, see that thing that they almost um, – uh, was it itchy that they almost left in? Oh, yeah. you, you smell, smell good. good. You smell good. good. You smell that the, the editors, bad. they just pulled the Joss Whedon ADR track for like temp sound when they were putting together the Snyder Cut. Oh, no. And it was like on there, like they had. I talked Debbie. to a couple of people actually. I talked to someone who was like, "Dude, that was in my screener, like the early, early screener." Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, and so that's how far, that's how close it was, like the version on HBO Max having it in there. And uh, and then somebody um, hunted down those copies and expunged. Yeah, exactly. Them. They were watching, and I love that Debbie saw it, it and Debbie, was like, right? "Yeah, yeah." It was Debbie. They were doing yeah. a review, and she's like, "Wait, why does he say that? Or why did she?" How he smells, there's nothing, it doesn't matter how he smells. That doesn't mean anything. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, it smells like dirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It smells like dirt and BO. It's man. one of those weird weed and ones where it's like, why? I don't like, there, there's certain things in there where it's, it's like he's just looking for opportunity to like replace dialogue. Like I feel like he's got a word count or something he's where he's got, like, yeah, like a mathematical uh, tally of how. Oh, yeah, we were just got to hit joke quota. <laughs> yeah, or he's like, okay, let's see, I've got like, is that it's not even more or less funny? It's just different for no reason, and I feel like it's got to be like, okay, if I change that, then um, I've got twenty seven percent of the screenplay, and so I need to hit thirty percent in order <laughs> to get credit. So at which point I get I get residuals. So let's see, what other words can I change? <laughs> Do you, do you guys remember in 2012 when Joss Whedon was like the, the god? I was one of them. I mean, yes. <laughs> we yeah, were when all he got brought on when he got brought on. There are videos, uh, you know, speaking of videos that like that are out there. I was like, hey guys, Joss Whedon's coming. It's it's gonna be okay. It's gonna yeah. be <laughs> this is the best possible yeah. scenario. We, 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 were, we were there. Yeah, yeah. We, we were saying yeah. that same thing too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fun, though. I jumped in right when you guys were talking about. So is 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 Greg the one on my left right now that I'm? I'm Greg. That's you great. are Greg. Okay. Yeah, I was making great. sure the names on your on your Chiron actually like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard like 
So you've only seen the theatrical cut of Watchmen? I've only seen the theatrical of Watchmen. I haven't seen the director's cut. Okay, well, I've seen the director's cut. Right. Yeah. I've actually never seen the director's cut because I've only seen the ultimate cut because there's three cuts there's of Watchmen. There's three cuts right. of Watchmen? I didn't okay. know that. Oh, is that the one with the Submariner stuff put in? No, a Black Freighter, yes. Black Freighter, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, Greg, to give you a, a lowdown, basically what happened is there's the theatrical version, mm-hmm. there's the director's cut, which is Zach's preferred right. cut, and then they did a direct-to-video animated feature of all the Tales of the Black Freighter stuff mm-hmm. from the graphic novel. The ultimate cut places cuts that film up and places them in the movie where they would have happened if you like literally if you're just reading watchmen right 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 it, and they also have interstitular scenes with the newsstand guy and the boy reading the comic so it so watching the ultimate cut feels like you're literally just watching the graphic novel <laughs> yeah, yeah. come to life i've actually never watched the director's cut because in my head it was always ultimate i want i want the one with more stuff yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i mean if if oh. i mean i imagine that if it's animated there were other people helping direct but you know it's still guided by Zack snyder too in his right and gerard butler things. is the voice, the voice. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say. yeah so. i used to watch i don't know if i've ever made it through and I, so i prefer the director's cut like zach because i i can't sit through the entire um ultimate cut mm-hmm. um because like whereas the snyder cut feels like it's a four hour movie that feels like it's like two and a half hours. Um, the ultimate cut of Watchmen is four hour movie that feels like a four and a half hour movie. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's like it, the, the director's cut like flows. Like just reading, reading for four hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, cause it, cause it is just extra. Like it doesn't really like, it, it's not that it doesn't enhance it, but it doesn't, um, it, it's, it, it does interrupt the story, but, um, right. but I used to watch the anime in college. We watched the, um, just the short, the animated bit on its own, like, three times a week oh really i've never seen yeah. i've never seen animated uh oh it's it's amazing i mean it's, it's like really it goes, good it goes all the way like if you've read the book and you know kind of the ridiculous stuff that happened yeah they go all the way with everything yeah see i read the i read the graphic novel but and then i watched the theatrical i read i finished reading the graphic novel in line <laughs> for watchmen and then i watched watchmen theatrical well and that's what led to my you know as a as a snyder fan i have to kind of like admit my sins to go it took me till the second viewing of the theatrical watchman to at least enjoy it because my problem was the first time i saw the theatrical version i was hot off the heels of just having read the graphic novel for the right. first time and so i'm just like there's so much stuff missing right, and right, like, right. like how do these dots connect and like I'm I'm an English teacher, so I I'm a read the book first kind of guy. So You're and I know assholes. Yeah. I am one of the. I, I literally. Yeah. I am an asshole. I'm an asshole. No. Thank you for recognizing that. But I even I even at hard fact. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just know what Dave's going to do before he does it. Yeah. This is the relationship that has developed over these years. Uh, but no, my parents even made for me a shirt that literally says the book is better. Yeah. <laughs> and I wear oh, that to nice. movies oh, dude, yeah. just for the irony of, uh, yes, I know, I know. If there's like a teacher convention, you just need to set up a, a table and sell those shirts. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, I was at a teacher convention when I got to meet Brad Meltzer, who wrote Identity Crisis. And like literally, I'm at, a, I'm at an mm-hmm. English teacher convention 
He's talking about his political thrillers. I literally walk up with my absolute edition of Identity Crisis going, could you sign this, please? (laughs) (laughs) And and it was so sweet because he was just like, I I, I get you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually see these here. (laughs) It's good stuff. All right. We got another one that's joining. Uh, uh, Greg and John, are, are you guys need to take off or we should probably take off? Yeah, we got like a couple because hours. I got here. Yeah, I know. Like I high school it, over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a Boston Red Sox hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about sports. Yeah, take take your green monster ass out of here. <laughs> no, no, I know you guys. Uh, you guys are working on all kinds of stuff, and uh, you know, yeah, if you guys need to head out, you know, and everything, that's that's perfectly fine. Basically, they're shutting off all the water in our in our in our building to. Uh, like for 24 hours, so I'm trying oh, to get all the work done for the weekend in the next few hours. <laughs> so it's just like a, a bunch of craziness. But I wanted right. to make sure to hop in here, man. And thank you for no, having no us. Yeah, this is a seriously. blast. Is and uh, dude, it was great meeting you, Mr. Everts. Uh, you're my I'm a big fan. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so sorry we didn't have yeah. time. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm also familiar <laughs> with this scenario. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you guys joining. I mean, yeah, let's do this again for sure. And uh, you guys know where to find these guys. Uh, the Real Rejects, subscribe to their channel. Like I said, anytime that a trailer comes out, you know, yeah, I'm looking at your videos first, man, you guys. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that point where I'm reacting a lot better in my reaction videos. You inspire me. You Just guys be yourself. Me. To be yourself yeah. and let out your emotions. Yeah, maybe we'll react to your reaction. Yeah. There you go. That's what I like. You know? Hey, look at us. Look at us. Huh? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. You guys are awesome. And uh, you know, turn off that camera before it uh you know blows up or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you guys then. Thank all you right. Guys. Appreciate Thank it, guys. You, so much. Have a good you guys are awesome.